You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. This is the most dramatic podcast ever, an iHeartRadio podcast. Chris Harrison and Lauren Zima back here in the home office of Austin, Texas, after what has been an amazing week, a coastal by coastal week. Yes. I feel like I've walked into our house and I need to sing, guess who's back, (laughs) back again. We're always leaving. We're never here. I'm sorry, home. We love you. No, it's been, I mean, we've been traveling. We did this to ourselves. We have nobody to blame but ourselves. Oh, it's on us. We've (laughs) traveled multiple cities a week, every week in the month of May, but I think it's all gone well. We buckled down. The thing is we knew what we were in for. We saw this plan ahead. We saw it coming. And we travel great together and you and I love an adventure. And, yes, it's all and good things, things had piled up because so our first adventure was with our daughter, Taylor. They're out of school. TCU is out for the summer. We had planned a long time ago to go to New York because she kind of missed. We were going to do a senior trip from high school, COVID, you know, Omicron yeah. hit. So we decided, you know what, as soon as freshman year is over in college, let's go to New York. She is my Broadway food shopper. Like that is 
we we share that love together. And I don't know if you guys know this, but Lauren loves the theater. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news. Lauren loves to, it really worked out. It's funny. I I do take a little bit of ownership for this. I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing, but Chris's daughter Taylor, she did theater and then she also played soccer. And her freshman year of high school, so this is around when Chris and I started dating. I mean, within a few months, she comes, you know, where she and I are talking about theater a lot, and I'm telling her about how much I love theater in high school. And within a few months, she she says to Chris, you know, dad, I don't want to do soccer anymore. I think I'm focusing on theater. <laughs> I do think having that influence in her life a little bit, I may have made her a little extra. Well, because theater-y. you were new into my life and my relationship, I had to pretend like that was okay with me. I know that was it hard It did for hurt you. my heart a little bit because that was the last child to leave the game of soccer, the game I love so much. But to watch her grow and to choose something like theater, it was great. And so we went and... It was hardcore. LZ planned this to the T of like, we we saw two shows a day and stopped for food. That was about it. All, all I want to do when I get Broadway. to, all I want to do when I go to New York is see great theater and eat great food. We, and the dynamic, just so you, everyone can picture this, we all pile into one room. Yes, we did. Where we are in New York, we all pile into one room and we make it work. I like a fun, look, I'm a big <laughs> As Chris said to me once, a few months into our relationship, and I quote, oh, you talk to everyone in your family every day. Okay. That's how I am. I like to pile in. Like I always shared a room growing up with my sister. I really never had my own room. I then moved into my college dorm and then my sorority house and always shared a room. As you know, I hate to be alone. Um, But I just thought it would be fun. Like we were barely sleeping in the room anyway, so we had a you know, a a suite with two queens. And honestly, what that meant for me was that when you fell asleep earlier than Taylor and I every night, then she and I just got to like stay up and watch friends and chat. I always feel, and I love this in a good way, I become the third wheel when I'm with you and Taylor. Oh, um, and it's I a don't want you thing. to feel like the third wheel. It, it, but it's a good thing. It's like, look, I'm the dad, I'm the guy. Um, you guys just go off in this other world that she loves and I love. And you know, one thing that my takeaway and one of the reasons I bring up this trip, parenting each kid differently. This would have been a nightmare trip for my son. Forcing him on this trip would have taken away a little bit of the fun and the exuberance for all of us because he probably would have done it begrudgingly so and just fallen asleep at all of the shows. He would have done it because it was the right thing to yeah, do for his sister. But I think it's okay to separate Mm. and treat them different, go on, especially as they get older. I know when they're younger, you can't do this as much because it's, you know. Well, but I think the, actually the important difference of what you're saying is because before we've preached parent each kid differently, but you're really talking about spending time with each kid separately at what they love to do. And I did, I will yeah. say, even as a single dad, I did this. Mm-hmm. I would take my daughter on dates. We would go to dinners. We even went to New York when I was hosting The View. I co-hosted for a week. I took Taylor with me and we went and saw shows and went to dinners. I I would not have brought Joshua there because while he's been to New York many times with us, that's just not his thing. And so Taylor and I do different things. Then Josh and I will go on our trips, whether it's we went to the World Lacrosse Games one time. We go to games. Oh, I've been many times. Yes. So we'll, we'll do stuff like that. We'll go fishing. We'll go hunting. We'll go play golf. We'll do- Well, yeah, what I was going to- Other stuff. What I was going to applaud you on, though, is even in us taking this trip with Taylor now, 
you had taken to ta- Taylor to New York to see Broadway several times before I was ever in the picture. And what's beautiful to me about that from this parenting and really any relationship perspective is doing something that the the person you love loves to do. And I mean, I know you like a show also, but you, you know, you took Taylor and did that. Even though you coached her on her soccer team, you also took her to see plays and you made sure that she had that special, attentive time with you. So seeing you guys together in New York now kind of felt like this cool full circle moment. And I was really happy that I got to be a part of it. Because you get to reminisce about the times we've been there before and to hear her talk about going Mm -hmm. to Wicked or going to Lion King. And babe, you're good at vibing with the girls. I I love vibing with the girls. I give the show credit. I think it made you very good at chatting with the ladies. (laughs) Chris can can gossip over brunch (laughs) like nobody's business. And you have really created a relationship where Taylor, I was so not as open with my dad about dating and crushes and stuff. Taylor shares that stuff with you and she doesn't feel awkward about it. And that is on you. How do you think you created that? Like, how did you? I just think it's having that not, honestly, watching the show with her helped back in the day. It's something, you know, because I would have to watch the shows ahead of time. They would send me a screener. So if I was doing interviews or whatever, I'd be prepared for, because you know what happened on the show, but you don't know what is going to end up on the editing room floor. So you can't talk about things if they aren't seen on TV. And so she would crawl into bed with me and we would watch the show a lot in her formative years and we would talk. It gave us a chance to like, I remember Caitlin Bristow season and Caitlin was being kind of accused of, you know being a little loose or whatever. Mm-hmm. Remember when she was, yeah, that was with Nick and all so that? It was, it was, yeah. And so mm-hmm. it was fun to stop the show and be like, what do you think about this, Taylor? Mm-hmm. And we, it gave you a gateway into having these conversations. And I've heard this from other parents that they've done the same. And I find that, so I think just having these calm, cool conversations, I was never judgy. Even if I wanted to be in my head, if I wanted to say something that was mm-hmm. aggressive or black and white about how I felt, you, you got to hold it in. So they will continue to open up. But one thing I love about treating your kids differently, there is something to be said for taking your daughter to baseball games. And, you know, she will love the things you love, but not forcing that because I love embracing what they enjoy. But at the same time, when Taylor went to the Texas Ranger baseball game, she sent me a picture because she knew I would enjoy that she was at a Ranger game. Yeah. Even though she wore a Yankee hat and it broke my heart. But I know he showed me this picture and he's like, this is so heartbreaking. And I didn't even understand why. I'm like, what's wrong? I don't understand. But I think just having that, <laughs> that let the thought bubble come over your head of what you want to say when she says, I kissed a boy. Don't have that knee jerk reaction. You mm-hmm. can have it in your head, but don't say it. Ask, well, them, you, yeah. ask them a question about it. Whatever you're thinking, don't make a statement, ask a question. So Mm. then they will continue to talk and realize that they're not being judged. I've learned that from you because if you do say your opinion right away, then what you risk is that they won't share with you again in the future. They'll shut down or feel judged. And I mean, I love both my parents, obviously, but my parents did that. And that 100% is why I didn't. And look, I don't look back and judge them for that. They had different conversations about they didn't have the same sort of education we've all had on how to communicate and all that. But yeah, my parents definitely would give their opinion right away or get mad at me right away. And so then when things got bigger, I shared less with them because I was afraid um, of upsetting them or disappointing them or getting in trouble. Um, And you've created this world where the kids share so much with you and they do feel so open with you. And, And that's any relationship, right? Even beyond parenting is if I... I'm vulnerable with someone, 
will they judge me? And the asking a question thing, I was giving somebody that advice the other day because I think what asking a question does is really puts the onus on the other person to own up if they feel like they, you know, well, how do you feel about that? Well, then they kind of have to really look at themselves and say, how do I feel about what I did? Yeah. Makes you look in the mirror a little bit. Yeah. And but and, and not in a scary way, but in a way where, okay, they're going to place, they're going to decide how they feel about themselves without you doing it. It always helps when you talk through even your own situations. Um, before we leave New York, I have to give uh, a huge shout out to, it's now on my Mount Rushmore of musicals and Juliet. Oh my gosh. Huge shout out to the creative team and the actors, the writers behind Anne Juliet. If you were in New York, get a ticket, go see this musical. It's fantastic. Absolutely. The music, the acting, the idea behind it. It's, I don't want to give anything away, but think kind of wicked as far as the creativity behind this story. Yes. They take the story of Romeo and Juliet and turn it on its head with the music of Max Martin, the producer who did like every Britney Spears in sync, even Celine Dion song he's, you've he's, ever heard. Just know that he wrote basically any song you've ever heard <laughs> from late 90s into the 2000s. This guy wrote these songs. No, couldn't recommend Anne Juliet enough. We, um, I'd heard it was good from some friends. It has now been nominated for multiple Tonys and we absolutely loved it. So definitely check that one out. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman. Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What 
advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Yeah, yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. So then we headed to the West Coast and Montecito, California, and we went to this iHeart event, Brett Young concert at the Santa Barbara Bowl. Which, by the way, speaking about Rushmore of venues. I'd say Red Rocks, the Santa Barbara Bowl, and then the Hollywood Bowl, as far as, far as amphitheaters go. That is it's just epic concert venues. Love an outdoor concert. Yeah. And Big it's kind of like Wrigley Field, where you're going into a neighborhood, and there's houses, and all of a sudden, you're like, this is the entrance to the Santa Barbara Bowl. And then there's just this amazing concert venue. Um, but more importantly, is, is who was there, and the people we met, and the people we got to hang out with. Very, very good friends that we got to hang out with, Andrew and Ivana Firestone. Ashley Iconetti was there. Jared was not. He was home uh, tending to the little one. We FaceTimed him. We did FaceTime, (laughs) Jared. And it was funny. It was one of those FaceTimes where, you know, we're out having a great time. And this, this has happened to me many times. You are at home and you are just in your life. You've probably just fed the kids, probably been spit up on bath time, just finally got the kid down. And then you are FaceTimed into a bunch of screaming people having a great time. It's a great conversation, super clear, easy to yeah. understand, not at all annoying. No, it was just us screaming at Jared. Um, but and I him missed smiling him. and shaking his head, yes, like, please he was, let me off the phone. He was being very accommodating of us. You know, it was so good to see Ashley. I had not seen her since pre-pandemic maybe yeah, yeah. Um, because they've moved to the East Coast now. They're in Rhode Island. Um, but oh my, we were looking at pictures of the baby and talking and she and I had always been pretty close because we're very close to the same age and we kind of started, I started doing bachelor interviews around the time mm-hmm. she was first on the show. It was so good to see her. We had a blast. For me to have seen this woman grow and who she is now just floors me. The is com- it not? crazy like when i still stop and think about the fact that ashley like manifested jared she and the and they are married and they have a baby it really happened i mean truly manifested him and i mean did not give up the tenacity the bravery (laughs) she and i did have a moment i didn't tell you this but we were we just had a moment at you know after tequila number four where we just turned to each other i think it was when we got off the facetime with jared and i said isn't it nuts? And she goes, I know. Like, I ended up with Jared and you ended up with Chris Harrison. I'm like, I know. It's so weird. Because she and I always talk about, we went and grabbed a drink together at this spot in LA really early on. This was when we were like 
both just in such a different rough place. So like you were just saying to have seen now, I mean, what is it like for you to look at her? Well, just, I mean, she was almost a caricature of, of herself. You know, she was a character at the time. And because she was a character on the show and the, you know, emotions and the tears. And while that was her, it was definitely played up and, and shown on TV. And just seeing her grow up now and having these conversations like you were just mentioning, where you, there is so much depth and beauty to this woman. Um, I just really enjoyed talking to her. And, and I'm going to have her and Jared on, so I'm not going to go too much deeper into what we talked about. Um, but it's just so amazing to see what a, what a great mom she is, what a beautiful wife she is, and just what a good person. And she just has such a great soul. Um, I just loved her. And it was great to see her. And, and her and Ben, they do the podcast together, so they have a great dynamic together. And it was all, it's always good to see Ben Higgins. Jess was not there, unfortunately. She, I think she was attending a wedding this weekend, so they had to divide and conquer as well. And we missed her. But it's all, it was good to see them. And you did a podcast with Ben and Andrew Firestone. Yeah, the two of them will be coming up and then we'll do Ashley and Jared. There's also, speaking of, a podcast coming up this week we're going to drop with Claire Crawley. Claire and her new husband her Ryan new husband were there Ryan. with us. It was a real meeting of the generations of some yeah. of the Bachelor folks because we also had um, Gabby and Rachel who were more recent Bachelorettes there in met. Santa Barbara. I'd met them. I'd interviewed them really early on. Um, they're both lovely. Yeah. It was. Well, I, I met one. Well, it's not driving. I guess I met Gabby at uh, an iHeart event in Vegas, but I had mm-hmm. not met them together uh, yeah. post Bachelor being the Bachelorettes. So and Zach and Katie. Yes. Who are so nice. Who are our neighbors. Live here in Austin. We have to hang out with them. Yeah. So exchange numbers and we will keep in contact. But the Claire and Ryan, they were the first. It was funny. I was walking, just checked in. LZ was not with me. And I was walking across the courtyard to our room there at the beautiful Rosewood in Montecito. And there's Claire. And then there's the guy, Ryan, who I had not met yet. And so first person I got to see at the hotel, gave her a big hug and it, it almost got emotional just us seeing each other for the first time. She just gave me this really tight hug and then met this great guy, Ryan. And then get, we got to hang out with him all weekend. Were you surprised by what came out in the podcast interview with Claire? I didn't listen to it, so I don't know what you guys got yeah, into. Yeah, we got deep. Oh. She had some questions for me. Oh. Yeah, she had some questions about her season for me, which which were interesting. Some things that were kind of burning inside. And she's like, I've never asked you. I really want to know some of these answers and what you thought, because we had a very interesting relationship and her show obviously was so crazy on so many levels with the lockdown, trying to shoot the show. We were the only production going in Hollywood. And so all eyes were on us. And on top of that, you're trying to do the bachelorette and she falls in love on night one. So there were a lot of layers and a lot of things we had to talk about, but the main thing is now she is married to Ryan this great guy who we love. And I think the perfect kind of guy for her because he is so even keeled, so chill. She did say that. She said he's so even. And she said she almost thought it wasn't real how even he was in the beginning. But now she's been with him a while and that's been consistent. And she also did tell me, well, he's just not on social media at all, which is great. He's so out of this world I've been in in years. And that was a real tell of what a good guy he is. I kept an eye on him because, and I, I wouldn't have blamed, blamed him at all if this happened, but when we all sat down together, we all went to dinner. Mm -hmm. And so there's Zach and Katie, there's Gabby and Rachel, there's the Firestones, you and I, um, Ashley and Ben and Claire. That's a lot at a table. 
And I just realized Ryan was the only, well, Ivana. Yeah, but, but, but she's, she's been, been in this around world a while. while. Ryan's the only non-bachelor alum here. So this is Ryan introduced into a very bizarre situation. He did not shrink from the moment. He really quietly, as he would do, very chill guy, but stayed present and just supported Claire. I could tell they were together. And, and it was, that's when I thought, okay, this guy, he's, he's, he's a man. He's a, he's a legit good man. That is so telling of, it's so true how we judge people in a moment like that though, right? And I don't even mean from a bad perspective. I think, well, do you judge from a protective perspective with well, somebody like Claire? It, w- it would not have shocked me at all if, if the moment had just been too much and he just kind of sank back into the background of like, I don't want any but part I mean, of this. Okay, so my first question, when, if it's somebody like Claire, someone mm-hmm. who you've known, I mean, Claire had been a contestant several times and then Bachelorette. How do you go a little bit into like dad mode when you meet somebody? Oh, for sure. Oh. <laughs> I feel like when people introduce me and, and Claire may feel the same, even though she's a little closer to my age, it's like, you know, it's meeting your dad for the first time to a certain degree. And it, it, there is that element of I'm very protective and judgy. I'll admit. How, how firm is the handshake? Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. <laughs> are you are you looking me in the eyes? Your hat on backwards? Are you wearing a hat indoors? All those things that, you know, I, I think about with my kids for sure. So I, I was judging Ryan. So we're judging Ryan. And the thing is, he's in this perfect situation to judge. It's like a meeting the family thing. Are you going to be balanced? Are you going to be outgoing? You don't want to be too weird, but also you don't want to try to take the spotlight too much. I think Ryan was in the perfect position to fail. Oh. And he succeeded on a grand scale. And that's what impressed me. If he had failed this weekend where it just would have been too much and he's like, this is not my scene. I got to get out of here. I'm going to stay in the room. But he didn't. He actually went the opposite direction and was amazing. And so, and you could just see the love between he and Claire um, really moved me. And I'm just, I they was just happy to see They were even wearing matching that. sneakers. They, they were, were the matching Nike sneakers. They that were was, very yeah. cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was really cool. It was good to see Claire happy. She yeah. has had ups and downs in her life, both on and off the show. It was, it really warmed my heart. I, I, I felt the same. I felt like I gave her a really tight hug because it was just so nice to see her so joyful. And so, yeah, with the look for that episode of the Most Dramatic Podcast coming out. Um, it was funny because Ryan sat on the couch during the entire podcast. There was a microphone sitting there. I tried to get him on a couple of times. He would not have it. He's dead. No social media, no podcast I said, moments. in this relationship, there's a pen and there's a teller. <laughs> <laughs> and he stuck to it and he never spoke. But uh, it was nice. And at dinner, uh, I, I kind of was goaded into giving them a nice toast and I oh, did. Oh, yes. I, well, you always rise to the occasion, babe. You are, Chris is often put on the spot. I don't know why. It's as if he um, raised glasses and uh, roses for 20 <laughs> years. But somebody said, because we all, you stood up and just said cheers to all being together. And then somebody was like, and congrats to Claire and Ryan. And then someone said, Chris, make a toast for their wedding. And then you <laughs> Before trying to get you to go around and toast everybody, which would have been a fun drinking game. Well, the, the funny Chris thing Harrison is, toasting game. When we got done with uh, with uh, yeah, Ryan and Claire, uh, Gabby and Rachel were like, "Wait, wait, wait! Don't sit down. Do me. Do me. <laughs> <laughs> toast us." Um, and so we had a great night, and it was fun to meet. So you know, we really hadn't gotten to know Gabby and Rachel. I didn't know much because you know, as I told them, I, I didn't watch their season. So they told us a little bit about the show. Um, and told me about their experiences and Zach and Katie, who just seem like the most normal down home people look, I mean, you would think they just met at a, uh, you know, Oracle convention in Orlando. What's an Oracle convention? That's who he works for. He's oh, a, he's a tech guy. <laughs> what are you t- 
talking about. <laughs> Got it. Yes, they were very grounded. And it, it's one thing I noticed from the weekend. You do, babe. You just have a presence about you. I think people are attracted to or reach out for your mentorship. Like you could tell with, I don't know, everybody was just, it's like they immediately want your advice or want to feel like taken into the fold or something. And it's a very good quality that you have. It's a very protective quality that I think people p- pick up on even when they first meet you. Well, thank you. And I felt, and I don't know about you, but I felt nothing but love in the room. And, you know, it's one of those things like, I, we don't know these people. We hadn't met them yet. It, it might be weird. Uh, you know, I used to host the show that they were on and, and it turned out everybody was just so loving and so open. And we had some great conversations and we went to the concert. Brett Young, by the way, killed it. Uh, we did some shots backstage we with Brett Young. <laughs> we did, did a shot. By the shots. way, Brett Young came in backstage, said hi to us. And uh, it was lovely. he popped a shot as well, right? Oh, before he, he walked Yeah. I missed that. Yeah. He, 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 I, was I don't know if he was shooting water and acted like it was a shot, but walked on stage and then crushed the show. That's a rock star. Um, I was, I did several shots. Um, I do have to, there's one, this is just my personal, you guys, I consider this a lifesaver. If you haven't gotten Cheers supplements on Amazon or on their website, they're called Cheers. It's an all natural supplement. I bring it up because I felt a little proud of myself. I took two of those at the end of the night. I think I was the only person in the group who wasn't a little hungover. Everybody was a little slow on Everyone Sunday. Everyone was a little rough Sunday. Yeah. We walked around Sunday. We ran into Zach and, and uh, Katie again. And we ran into everyone else. And everyone was a little blurry-eyed. Um, Maybe you had a tuckle of a headache. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Tell the truth. It was, uh, yeah. Had a good night. We had, we had a good, we had a great time. By the way, how about the news that dropped about Gabby? Oh, and Ben Higgins. Oh, yes. She she said this because they did Ashley and Ben's podcast. This came out this weekend. slid into Ben's DMs yeah. after, obviously, he was on the show and long before she was. What a reveal. I don't know if I would have revealed that. Right. I, I, she said she went back and deleted it so Ben could not go back and find this So text. he obviously never read it or yeah. saw it. But um, yeah, that was that's really funny. Now I want her to say what she said. Did you ever slide into anyone's DMs uh, beyond me? Uh, anyone that was notable? And did anyone notable ever slide into your DMs? Uh, John Mayer watched a couple of my Instagram stories one time, which was weird. That tracks. But he never DM'd me that and I tracks. never DM'd him. But one time I was just looking at my Instagram stories and I'm like, and this is when I was single. And I was like, John Mayer is watching all my Instagram stories. That's so weird. I kind of forgot about it just until this moment. I got invited. I, I didn't go because I had to work. Well, John Mayer and Katy Perry were dating, if I remember correctly. They dated? I think it was them. Am I, I wrong? I got to fact check this. I don't know. I don't know why I'm blanking on this. I'm usually better. I'm so tired. Real quick though, who slid into your DMs or have uh, you ever? Nobody. I, I can't remember anybody of note, like, you know, nobody famous, nobody like, we're like, oh my gosh. Um, you know, I've met some people, some, some cool people via DMs were, you know, but nobody, uh, relationship wise. Did you ever feel like anyone, any other celebrity you ever met was a little flirty with you or did you hope they would be? Wow. Hmm. Denise Richards ended up at my birthday one time. Oh, um, we were a little flirty. 
Oh. It was a long time ago. A Bond girl. Yes. I love Denise. Um, I thought that might have been a little too much for me. Couldn't handle. Yeah. yeah. She's she's a bombshell. Um, I was trying to think who else. I'm sure there have been others that wow. I was together. and Because and, mm-hmm. while I was single, I, I kind of was open to everything. I'm like, I'll just- I'll, And you I'll, blew your shot with the Bond girl? I know. Dude, get, get it together. I know. I mean, what do you mean? She's too much for you. It's Denise Richards. Yeah, she, I think she was single at the time, as was I. Wow, you shrunk from the moment. I did. Wow, yeah. okay. Um, okay, yes, John Mayer and Katy Perry did date. I can't believe that I forgot that. They dated 10 years ago. They Good were, memory, they, babe. The one thing that I got DM'd about was he reached out because there was a river trip, a float trip they were all going on with a bunch of friends, and it was Katie's birthday. And he said, Katie loved The Bachelor, I guess. And he said it would be really funny if you showed up on the river trip and then went with us. You just appear from the water. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, hundred percent, I will do this if I could make it work with the Bachelor Bachelorette taping, which ended up, you know, screwing it all up. But I thought, if nothing else, what a great story to have gone on this river trip and just show up way, to see who else was there. Nightmare birthday excursion to go on a float trip. I know, right? Oh my God. If I mean that those were a thing when I lived in the Midwest. If anybody float trips, it's basically just you're in an inner tube with your butt in pretty gross water that people are peeing and probably puking in and you're just floating down a river and getting eaten alive by mosquitoes. It's my absolute nightmare. Got attached to a few people. Um Justin Bieber's mom. Wow, that was let's clear it up here and now. We never went on a date. And we never, never went would. on no, a date. No, we were never romantic. Never. She, I met her, because again, huge Bachelor fan. And so we were at a concert with Taylor. I was at a concert with Taylor. And we were invited backstage. I don't know how they knew we were there, but we got sent backstage to meet Justin. Mom was there, Mama Bieber. And we hit it off. And she says, hey, next time we're in town, I'll call you, bring you guys to the show. So we did. Taylor and I went again. Went backstage, had dinner, and got to meet Justin again. And um, we walked around, and somebody, they obviously took some pictures of us, and it got out. And it was, she has a rabid fan base. I'm not talking Justin. Mama Bieber has a rabid fan base. So did they like the idea of They did, her? actually. It was okay, okay with everybody. They're like, Chris Harrison's a good guy for but her. But it spread like wildfire, and it's, like, it's a, one of those kind of awkward situations. You don't want to, like, denounce somebody. But I was like, hey, we're, not, we're not dating. Um, but she was lovely. I've never asked you this. Any other rumored romances from over the years that you would like to clear up here and now, Chris Harrison? <laughs> I think that's it. I'm really going into ET interview mode now. I think that's it. Um, okay. One last question. How many things over the years, I can't even imagine that you had to turn down like that float trip because the show was filming. I mean, you're filming Bachelor, Bachelorette yeah. and Paradise. We were gone pretty much the entire year. Is there anything else that comes to mind of an ugh moment where you had to miss something? Yeah, but I it's know dumb there's stuff. stuff with the kids. It's and, golf. Well, it was, oh. yeah, kid stuff crushed me, but a lot of golf stuff, like playing in the Tahoe, the big Tahoe Open. Um, I actually had to turn on even playing in the first AT&T at Pebble Beach because I was working one year. So there was a lot of that kind of stuff. What about other jobs? Um Oh, it's a lot of there was there was a lot of other jobs. Yeah, this guy just couldn't do it. Um, some I tried, and it just you tried to shoehorn it in because, and it wasn't fair to the other production because obviously Bachelor Bachelorette was first chair. They they were my baby. I was going to do first, and we just had these short four week windows. It's like, how are you going to come in and shoot? 50 episodes of a game show in four weeks. Right. And or yeah, be on a eventually, talk show every Eventually, day. I did make it work with Millionaire. 
and we shot it over the summer. I would go from paradise straight to Vegas and be there for 10 weeks. And it was just, it just got to be too much. I know it's funny. You and I have talked about how back then we don't know if our relationship would have made it because it your schedule have. was so no, crazy. I, I, again, unanswered prayers. I think one of the great things of, of being canceled was <laughs> being able to fall in love. Uh, it gave me a life <laughs> and as something I had been missing. And so you, you can't have all things. Anybody who says they can do it all and have it all, you cannot. You cannot give 100% to your career, travel around the world the way I was going. I was burning it at both ends, trying to be a good parent, trying to work 100% of the time, and then trying to fall in love. I could not give you 100%. That's nice to hear because, and I hated having to ask this question, a lot of the times in working in entertainment news, they'd want us to ask, how do you balance it all? How do you do it all? Yeah. And the, that is the answer, right? The answer right? is you don't. You can't do it all. It's that um, old adage about, like, I, there's something you can have one ball in the air, but I, I don't know, you, you got to drop them. You can't, anyway, I've really screwed that You got to make it work. You, you, gotta, you have to figure out what is important to you at the time. And when those things conflict, you're making a choice. And then sometimes you just don't have a choice, which is your daughter's in the school of play and you're in Asia and you just can't get back. And sometimes rejection is God's protection. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman. Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What 
advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. The Kardashians, and this is very applicable to this conversation. Oh, speaking of doing it all, yeah, yes. Kim Kardashian went on uh, a podcast, and she was talking about being a single mom since you know splitting with Kanye, and now she has. The kids, North, Chicago, Saint, and Psalm, they are ages nine to four years old, and she is a single mom. And she kind of opened up something I I very much related to, because Kim's 42, and this is about the time I was divorced. My kids were, my oldest was probably about nine, so I was right in that wheelhouse, same age. She has younger kids, but how she basically cries herself to sleep some nights, and not in a bad way, it's just, it's a lot. Just, it was great to hear how honest she was of what a show it is. In a beautiful way, but it's a show. There's kids, you know, in the morning, you're cooking four different meals and someone lost their shoes and someone needs their hair braided just right. And it's just, she talked about juggling all those balls and trying to keep it in the air. And at the end of the night, you're just, you're just a normal person. And I don't care if you're a billionaire, you're exhausted. I was going to say, I think what, what this does speak to is obviously Kim has a lot more financial resources um, and help that she can hire to uh, assist with parenting. Um, But still at the end of the day, I was thinking about it from a much different perspective, but like, even if you get a wedding planner, you still got to make a lot of decisions right. and do things as a bride. And if you're a parent- We know this to be true we, now. Well, we don't have a wedding planner yet. Right. You're um, it. But I do think if you're a parent, especially if you want to be a present parent, look, I'm sure she has amazing help and that's awesome. But she maybe she still wants to be the one, you know, braiding her daughter's hair and and helping them in the morning. And so no matter what, that is tiring. Did you have moments where you cried yourself to sleep at night as a single dad? I was just going to say, I've never, I never cried myself to sleep, but there were definitely overwhelming moments, especially early on when I first moved into my house after I separated from my wife and the kids are staying with me and this is, I moved out. And so they had, she had the old house with their beds and their normal rooms. And so everything was new. And so, you know, there was the nights where the kids wanted to come sleep in my bed because it was just their rooms are foreign to them and they're trying to get used to all this and you're trying to make it a new normal, but it's not normal. There's nothing normal about it. You are changing houses. You got to bring your shin guards and your soccer ball and your, your, you know, your homework and things inevitably get left behind and you got to go back and forth and it's not normal. And so you got to show them that they're still loved and everything's okay, but it's a lot. And so yeah, they get home from school and you are an Uber driver going all over the place. Then you got to make dinner. You don't realize how little you probably do when you are married 
just because there's two of you as opposed to when you are alone and it's a hundred percent you because you you get to the end of the night and you just lay in bed and you're like, sweet Jesus, like what just <laughs> happened? Like, can I do this? Can I do this? And am I screwing my kids up? And that's the ultimate is, am I screwing them up? And that's the ultimate thing that hits you in the heart. And you just got to wake up the next day and make their waffles and get them off to school and do it all over again. What advice would you give to Kim then, having been in the position she's in? Well, I love that Kim, to me, what spoke to me is, yes, she she probably does have some help. But what spoke to me is that's a woman who is in the trenches. The thing she was saying, you're not witnessing that. You're not hearing about it. She's that, that Those were things. That, well, when she said the kids are just on you, you know, yeah. they just want you. That's the thing, right? At the end of the day, they're going to want their parents. By the way, I had two. She has four. So what advice would you have for her, if any? Well, she, she had the great perspective. Two things she said that I say all the time. The days go by slow. The years go by fast. Realize that it's, it's a beautiful mess and you have to embrace this moment and, and drink it all in because I promise you, in a blink of an eye, you are dropping them off at college. In the blink of an eye, they're about to graduate college and you will miss those moments if you aren't in them. And I, I say the same things to the Firestones and to Ashley. And when we were talking to any new parent, I'm like, embrace these moments, even when you're frustrated and, and you're fighting with your spouse and all that stuff happens, drink it in because these are the moments that will be gone so quick. And so, you know, I don't want to go back there <laughs> because I know it's a tornado, but I'm glad I was in them when they were there. And that's, and that's Kim's perspective. And I love that. Mm -hmm. The other thing she said is, and it's so true, I have learned more about myself being a single parent than I ever knew. Oh, it you, so there, that's on another level, even from being a parent and married when you become a single parent. Because it exposes so many of your weaknesses, your Ooh. faults, your strengths. It's, what are your weaknesses? It just, well, do I have a hot temper? Am I a black and white issue person? Mm. Am I able to communicate? Can I manage these human beings? Because however small they are, they will find your weakness and they will, it's, it's like fighting a war and the enemy knows your weakness and they're going to exploit that. That is children. They will <laughs> exploit your weakness when they know that you don't like being embarrassed in public or they know you don't like being talked back to. Well, they, they know how to push the buttons. Look, I give you the credit on this. You made it through. Like you, some people would, maybe being a single parent would negatively affect them. It made you better. And so that is a reflection of your character. But I have said to your ex-wife before, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, I think I have a better, more mature, more grown version of you than she did. You guys got together and you were married when you were totally. 22 and then you had kids at 30. And, you know, I've gotten this, uh, I've arrived to this version of you in your mid forties. It's very different. Um, so certainly that you chose to grow from that situation, but I've got, I've kind of laughed and told some of my friends, Hey, if you want like a super complicated, messed up sounding way of finding the perfect person, um, get divorced yourself and then go marry someone who's been a single dad because that guy has figured it out. He knows how to do laundry. He knows how to cook. I mean, you steam my clothes and all this traveling we're doing. Chris Harrison, an incredible steamer of I clothes. Am. He it's, steams the dresses for the weddings that we've I gone to. over many years with yes. Carrie Fetman. Oh, uh, from being the show. on the show, yes, who dressed me and taught me how to steam from the for, steam from the inside out, people. Roll it through the inside of your shirt, not on the outside. 
That's going to help. Pro God, tip. The big takeaway. Uh, but I appreciate Kim K. And by the way, you, you know, I got to give credit where credit's due as well. My ex, mother of my kids, I went through this with someone who's a good mom who when my kids weren't with me, I felt safe and secure that my kids were in a good place. Mm -hmm. So I could travel, I could do things. And I knew when I was working, my kids were being cared for. And God bless those that don't have that. I don't know that Kim K has that with Kanye. Mm -hmm. Um, So she may be a one-man band. And if you don't ever get a break, God bless you. I feel for you. Um, Oh, I skipped a story. What? I got to get to this because this happened on the show. There's a guy, and this has gone hugely viral, who he is traveling with his spouse. And Oh, yes. No, we were going to get into this. We were going to skip this bit. He's flying first class, and this guy gets upgraded a lot. So he flies first class, and he leaves his wife and coach. And the reason this hit me is because somebody on our show, I will not out this person, but there was someone prominent on our show that did this a lot when he would bring girlfriends on the show on the road with him now you have to out the person i I cannot he's married now and he's happy uh and so life is good but he would bring women on on the road and they would sit and coach and we were sitting in first class and i was just looking at him like dude first of all how do you do this second of all how is she going to talk to you when we reach where we're going, because that is just not. Well, did you see the women react? Did they have reactions? They weren't around for long. So, you know, know, clearly was not a, not a pro move. Okay. To clarify, the reason you bring this up is this is an article in the New York times. It is a column where someone is written into the magazines. I didn't know they had it. Ethicist columnist, on this marital issue. And this person writes in and says, my husband flies first class and puts me and our kids in coach. Is that fair? He gets upgraded and the wife and kids are back in coach. And she says she feels alone. She feels it's unfair. And he's even suggested, well, maybe they should travel alone on different flights so they don't feel bad about the disparity. Uh, So this person asks, you know, am I wrong in being upset about this? And this blew my mind. It has, (laughs) as you said, things don't really go viral anymore, but this has gone viral because it's so bizarre to me. I don't, I almost don't believe it. I have to tell you, I have wondered, did if is this I didn't, made up? If I didn't know this story happened myself, I wouldn't believe it. But I watched this happen for five years. But it's one thing for someone who's just dating somebody to be like, like, I don't know, say I'm dating someone and they're like, we're going to fly somewhere together. And then I show up and he's in first. I, uh, okay, I guess that could happen one time and then we'd be done. But how is someone who's married to somebody else... I, I'm sorry, I saw somebody, a, a journalist I follow, um, Yashar Ali, just subtweeted it with the word divorce, like divorce this person. First of all, this guy, total D-bag. I mean, come on, man. But I don't, this can't, that's This happens why, to you and I. This, this opportunity comes up with you and I all the time. By the way, more so for me because I have better status than Only you. now, this last week. But before then, it happened a lot where we would be on the list for upgrades and we would be in coach and then they would call- and oftentimes, even if we're on the same reservation, they only have one seat. Okay. And I would always tell you, take the seat. You I did. don't care. 
And I really meant that because I knew you traveled so much and I wanted you to have the more comfortable seat and it was not a big deal. I really would not have been upset if you had. Do you remember we did it one time? I did it one time. Well, Chris's back had gone out and he could barely walk. And I said, take the first class seat, babe. It's fine. And then you were so riddled with guilt the entire time. It ruined me. (laughs) I would never do that. You know me. First of all, I, I care way too much about what other people think. So I could never be this guy anyway. And the one time we did it, 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 it just ruined me. You know, I, well, now I got to ask you, that's true. It would look pretty crappy if somebody recognized you and me and said, wait, Chris, you're in first and Lauren's back in economy. So is that the only reason you do it, babe? I thought you were being a good no, person. No, I, I just- Divorce. I Divorce. <laughs> would never do that. Nor, by the way, would I expect you to do that. And we get this opportunity all the time because we'll get upgraded or asked to and and we Can always I say here's a big the first difference. thing we say do you have one or two and there's one like let it go like no we're not we're gonna sit together right this did just happen misery so the, loves company i just turned it down at the when we were stuck for the kentucky derby we were trying to get on a standby flight and they said we have one seat to upgrade do you want it we said no we won't even go on the flight the funny thing is they called you first and then they called me yeah babe because <laughs> i have better status than you and i was guilted into turning it down too I mean, there's no way I'm going to turn it down and then you would turn it down after me. But here's a big difference Mm -hmm. to me also. These people have kids. Yeah, that is the deal breaker. Definitely divorce this guy. So I I find it, that's why I'm so fired up about it and why I'm so skeptical. And I almost feel like the New York Times just did this for clickbait for this very reason because they knew people would be so opinionated about it. I'm glad to hear the New York Times has an ethics department. I, well, I, it doesn't. It, it just doesn't even seem like an ethical question we should be debating. <laughs> no. Let's get into more serious stuff, ethics columnist. No, this guy should be launched. I mean- How do you stick your wife in economy, taking care of your kids every time, and you're up in first class having a cocktail? This is not, it's bizarre, unacceptable. I, I can't even, I have no words. 100% get a good attorney. Oh my God. Because first of all, if he's going to do it on a plane like this, oh, what's their he's clearly like? marginalizing you mm-hmm. throughout your entire life. If he has no issues at all, uh, yeah, you're you're not unless there is some medical ailment that we don't know about that this guy needs. To no, s- I think she would have disclosed. Yes. What's great is that the ethicist writes the first sentence. The ethicist writes back to this person who's asking for advice is. The institution of marriage has always taken on characteristics of the society in which it arises. Uh, Just say, just say divorce. No, it's, I can't, I can't justify it. I really can't. What could possibly, no. I agree. I mean, there's no defense. I I would love to stick up for this guy somehow, some way, but a hundred percent, he's in the wrong. A hundred percent, he's a D bag. A hundred percent. This is worthy of breaking up. Here's what he absolutely should be doing. Every time they fly, especially if he's the one I think who's off traveling for work, I guess it seems like the guy gets upgrades because he travels a lot for work. When you're flying for work on your own, take the upgrade. When you have your wife and kids with you, you say, honey, take my first class seat. I'll be in the back with the kids. And that's what you do. Sounds like that would never enter his mind. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. And thank you. What What a good note to end on. The yeah, goodbye. Divorce. <laughs> goodbye to this guy and goodbye to you. Uh, we had a great week. Uh, again, I'm so glad New York and Broadway is open. I am so glad that we got to meet everybody at the iHeart event there in Santa Barbara. Uh, met some new friends, got to reconnect with some old. And I'm glad you and I made it back home to see our house again. 
Yes. Good to be home in Austin. And, uh, you know, this weekend we leave again. So we do. The train keeps on going, but I would always want to be on it with you, babe, in economy. And we will be in economy. And look this week for some special episodes about to drop. Again, it's a very special episode with Claire, uh, her husband, Ryan, who is silent, but he's sitting there the entire time. And uh, my good friends, Ben Higgins and Andrew Firestone. That is all coming up in the next couple of weeks. Until then, take care of each other. So good to talk to you. I'll see you next time because we have a lot more to talk about. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at the most dramatic pod ever. And make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. I'll talk to you next time. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.